What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange. This is Conversations with Kelly, where I take a deep dive with an expert on a topic I'm particularly interested in. And let's just say my next guest knows how to break the internet. Yes, he's behind that infamous Kim Kardashian issue at Paper Magazine that has gone on to become one of the key cultural touchstones of the past decade. But the world moves so quickly that what broke the internet then, back in 2014, is kind of old news today. So I'm excited to ask him, how do you make something go viral today? How do you use the internet to spread influence and win business? And with that, I'm pleased to be joined by Drew Elliott, who is now the new global creative director of Mac Cosmetics. And with that, Drew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm afraid if people Google uh, what I, we're referring to, you know, it might not be safe for work. But anyway, I, I do think that this is an important juncture to talk about how you make things work using the internet. How different is that today in the year 2022 from back in 2014? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, since people, you know, we've all been working from home, the internet, you know, we are living a, a dual life, right? So we live one on the internet, we live, we live one at home, and that's been, you know, even stronger than it ever has been. And I think with the immersion of, of you know, new platforms like TikTok um, and the, the welcoming of the metaverse, I mean, we have so much, we have so much surface area and so many places to be disruptive inside of the internet that it's it's actually become a brand new place. It's like new playbooks, new ideas, new ways to reach consumers and, and make them excited. So one thing that I would like you to just dwell on for a second is why we should take the metaverse seriously, because it's become kind of a punchline between Facebook's struggles with its transition and the fact that most people know it it does and it doesn't exist and it is and it isn't a thing. So explain why when you think about what's coming in the next three to five years, you see such potential. Well, I think what we're seeing around the metaverse in general is it's almost like when, when you know, we started getting MySpace or we, you know, Friendster, if anyone remembers Friendster, or when we started to be able to connect with people socially. What's interesting about the metaverse is, is you're going to be able to show up in any way that you like, and you're going to be able to build what you want. So it's, it's, it has that aspiration of that you're, you're going to be able to, to show up and do things that you wouldn't otherwise, you know, in Instagram, you have to take that picture and that has to be real. In the metaverse, you're going to be able to completely, you know, meld these worlds of where, where kind of video games and 3D rendering become your, your identity and how you really want to, to show up. And so, you know, we're seeing, it's a disparate world right now, right? So it's, it's everything from NFTs to Roblox and all of these different worlds. Um, I think what we're going to see is, is is a conversion of all of these things. And for me, you know, at, at Mac Cosmetics and thinking about how do we bring this, you know, how do we bring beauty into the metaverse? It's endless because, you know, your smoky eye doesn't just have to be a smoky eye. It can actually 
smoke or you can what you can do in the metaverse is actually fireworks yeah yeah, exactly you can have an extension that is a bit more you know theatrical or something you would see in a video game um so and and also you can you can build a brand new identity for yourself which is quite interesting so can you give us some examples of how mac is you know we hear a lot about nike in the metaverse you know the typical thing people always think of is yeah you can have like a Louis Vuitton handbag in the metaverse or a, a board ape you know hoodie or something but um at, from a business point of view what are you guys most interested in doing in terms of you know making this a a lucrative endeavor or do you just not worry about that yet and just think whatever it is that kind of just makes us part of the fabric of it and we'll worry about the details later yeah, no, and you know, in general, it's it's a watchful eye because we know our consumers are there. And I think, you know, that is that's the important thing about Mac is is that we've always been at the center of pop culture. So as the metaverse takes off and and as people are are you know building new things, and it's all it's almost like entrepreneurial building, right? So if you kind of think of it in that way, is is you know, so Mac is there. We we haven't we haven't you know planted our flag in the metaverse, but um I can tell you there are some very interesting things to come. Yeah, absolutely. So I appreciate you kind of going down that mostly speculative path uh, with me for the moment. Let's talk about what's happening in the meantime. You know, just the very simple concept, like I think you guys have a a campaign with Share right now, for instance. Talk to me about if I'm a, a brand and I want to kind of get awareness about my product out there, who do I ask? How do I, am I using hashtags? Is it social media? Which social media is it influencers and which influencers? What's it like? Well, I think, you know, th- there are so many different executions and so many different ways you can go. So I think, you know, what what we're looking at at Mac is, is how do we touch our consumers in a really authentic way in the places where they want to be, right? So, um, you know, for instance, in the campaign that we recently launched called Challenge Accepted, um, we have Cher, who is an absolute icon, um, mixed with Sweetie, who is, you know, a Grammy-nominated amazing artist. And so we put them in a very unlikely pair. So rule number one inside of, of the internet and the, the breaking of the internet is put two things in, you know, that you would never expect to be together in those places and then, and then you know, create something brand new that no one's seen. So what, what Cher... What Sharon and Sweetie do is 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 then they they put it to the consumer, which is um, is you know put our makeup to the test, and that's why challenge accepted. And you know, knowing the ecosystem of 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 the internet, you know, we're always looking for challenges, specifically inside of TikTok, to show how things really work, right? So um, you know, in this case, you know, Sharon and Sweetie show you how our makeup is very high performance and how it's going to last and how it's lightweight and all those you know amazing things that for some could be a pain point, but you know, for our products, they perform in this way. And then we allow consumers to then take this on, whether it's through a TikTok duet or a stitch, and they can take it on and make it their absolute own and do their own piece, um, you know, and do their own application in their very own homes, but they're doing it alongside Sweetie and Cher, which is, is you know, a delight. Yeah. And it's been truly fascinating to watch TikTok open up all of these avenues for people to engage in ways that they never did before. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about its influence versus the other platforms. I mean, is it basically the only game in town at this point? It's not the only game in town, but it's it's a really important game. And it's also, you know, where a young consumer is. And so I think that's what we're looking at. And, you know, to just 
to understand the power of TikTok is, you know, challenge accepted, you know, the campaign that we just launched is, you know, in, in 24 hours, 500 million views on that content. And so you're seeing it's, you know, it's a huge network. And so, you know, and how it's served up and the algorithm is so smart. And so people are really getting to see things that they really want um, to see. So I think the power of it's also in the numbers. And I think it's a very unique platform because it's also about trend. Um, so if, if you look at if you look at TikTok, it's all about whether it's a trending sound or a trending hashtag or a trending concept. What it calls for is, is for creators to make something that is gaining traction. And so, you know, what we see in this, this platform and, and what's exciting about Mac is we really depend on trends, whether it's it's makeup trends, application trends, or you know different tricks that you can do, um, as opposed to a platform that is all, you know, just specifically about influencers, this actually makes the consumer and the user of TikTok, um, the influencer, and they can participate in a trend as opposed to, you know, just having to grow their, their huge audience to be an influencer. So really interesting. Yeah. And also implicit in what you're saying is the importance of, you know, and maybe you can speak to this in the past, People hired, you know, agencies to create TV ad campaigns. Today, the focus is creating TikTok videos that, you know, you need a lot of different ones. They need to be really slick. If anyone out there, my audience has tried making a TikTok video, it's actually really hard <laughs> to do it well. Um, what is it like maybe in terms of the economics or just the lift, you know, who, who, how is it changing the way that you do ad campaigns, you know, now versus 20 years ago? Yeah, I mean, I look at this a lot because obviously, you know, when I started, I started working in a, in a magazine, right? And so, you know, you you shot a picture and that was done. Now, you know, as as we're building things, there's so many building blocks and so many places where we can take it. And what's 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 fun about the whole situation is is, is that you have to make things that are native to the platforms. So what we put on TikTok cannot be the same thing as, you know, what we would run in, in a television commercial. It's not the same thing we would even post on Instagram. So what you have to do is, is work with people who understand these platforms. And to your point, you know, making a TikTok is hard for some people. It's, it's you know, second, second nature. So they know what's going to respond and what's going to perform in those. And I think when you then introduce things that wouldn't traditionally be there, like having share, you know, welcome you to TikTok and, you know, actually do this. So you have an Oscar winning, you know, um, you know, performer mixed with, you know, someone at home doing a makeup tutorial. That's the fun of it is, is that you can play with all of those dynamics, but in the, in the building, it, there is more, um, there is, you have to, you have to pre-anticipate it and you have to, to think about how could this actually really take wind inside of all of these different platforms. And each of them are so different with very different rules. Yeah. One more related question to that, but how quickly do you have to move? Because on the one hand, these trends change all the time and you're trying to constantly pump out new content. But on the other hand, you can't just sign up someone like Cher or do, do a partnership like that overnight. Yeah, no, this, I mean, super important. So, you know, we have those components, obviously challenge accepted is, is a large campaign and, and, and very exciting. But then, you know, what's, what's interesting at Mac is we have to respond to trends every single day, whether it's something that we're designing, whether it's a makeup look that we're seeing um, is, is gaining traction or we're building something brand new. And we have a trend team um, that is just focused on 
how can we take all of our amazing products and interpret them and use them in ways that consumers will find delightful? And so, you know, those trends can be done, designed. And what's amazing is we have 13,000 artists around the world. So at any moment we can drop in and say, we need, you know, a long liner, you know, hmm. kind of application, go. And then we'll have <laughs> submissions from around the world that are dynamic and amazing, and they can go into the social platforms within hours. So that's a true, you know, unique advantage that Mac has. And also it's, it's a huge service to our consumer because we want to delight them and we want to show them not only that our products really work and, and will last, et cetera, but also that it can, it can integrate into how they want to be, show themselves as an individual and we can bring that to them in moments. Yeah, it's that's amazing. Um, it really speaks to the resources you have to have to do it well and, and keep up and be a leader here. You had said that rule number one is, you know, to be authentic, but to put two things you'd never see together, uh, together to create something new. And I wonder, are there any other kind of rules that you also think are important for people, you know, when they want to be creative with these endeavors? Yeah, I think the key thing is, is it has to be native to native to the platform is the other rule. So what you build has to work within the parameters. So for instance, it might be, you know, doing a very lo-fi version of something, right? So, you know, typically a brand wants to make something that's super polished and, you know, really perfect. Sometimes that's, that's you know, not what you need. And then I think you have to be listening to culture. You have to be listening to people. Like, like, what are they saying? How, how are you going to bring this, you know, to them in an interesting way and then twist it just a little so that it absolutely kind of like surprises them. I think, you know, so often when, when, and we could go into a huge rabbit hole on this, but it's like, when you, <laughs> when you, when you look at data and you interpret data and what's, what's happening, you have to, you have to look at that and that's your highway, right? But sometimes there's an off-ramp that actually welcomes you into a whole world and a whole new audience that if you take that off-ramp with a, a remarkable idea, then it can actually, you know, put you on the super highway of virality. So hmm. you, while, while you see what, what's happening, sometimes you need a little bit of a departure to take you there. Could you give an example of that? Because that's a really interesting and subtle concept that I think the an eye that's not quite trained like yours, you know, how would they think about looking for those off ramps onto a super highway? Yeah, so I, I can give you, um, let's see, I can give you the example of, so I'll give you the example of Mac Underground, right? So, so our brand, very established and, you know, has amazing formulas and, you know, we've, we've had, you know, amazing lipsticks, et cetera. But then what we, we saw is, is, is that our consumers wanted something that, that was something brand new or something a little bit strange. And so we created um, like we created some wild products and they were like speed to market. Like we're seeing, you know, kind of like this honey, you know, this honey glazed. And so we made a neon green um, lip balm called Squirt Balm. <laughs> and we put this inside of the internet. I mean, it sold out in minutes because you know how we did it, how we built it, how we made the assets. They were super fun and super cool. But it's like, we saw that and it's like, that was, you know, we have lip balms that are perfect and they're rosy and they're the perfect shades, but then imagine putting caustic lime green into it and then it sells out in seconds. So I think those are the things that we're, we're always looking at is, is, 
is, you know, you nuance something that people know, and that's why nostalgia works so well, right? So it's like, people love to remember something that, that they've already seen before. So, you know, the shade of, the shade of green in, in the lip balm was, you know, a, a shade that we had, you know, that, that was developed in the 90s, and people loved it then. So we brought hmm. it back, we twisted it, we put in a new formula, and there you go. And, and that's what makes it exciting. That's fascinating, but it also sounds like it doesn't become the business model. Like there's sort of a sense of we have to stick with, you know, the the boring lip balms that Kelly wears every day on, on TV or whatever. And in the meantime, we want as many of these kind of viral products as possible. Or or would you like to see the whole whole portfolio, you know, be that in demand? No, I think it's I think it's I think it's I think it's not one or the other. I, I think it's 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 not an and or an or. It's like putting them all together um, and and having them animate because I think you know people want to people want to be delighted and so they might be delighted by the everyday right and you can make that really special and do that. But on the flip side, you might want to kind of you know do a, what I call a digital stunt and do something that's a little you know a little unique, a little niche, a little, all of that type of thing, but then all the boats rise together. And I think that that's the power of, of what happens inside of digital is, is you can really, you know, do these moments that are meaningful, but they, 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 you know, spark interest of, of people who might not consider have considered you in the past. It's fascinating. A couple different questions I want to ask. Um, the first is what are some other brands that you admire that you think are doing, doing this well these days? I mean, I think what I'm most obsessed with, if I'm honest, is brands that have been born inside of these platforms. So hmm. they're brands that don't even have any, they don't, they don't have any presence anywhere. But I think, you know, in, you know, given COVID and the pandemic, we're seeing, and, and I'm sure you get them all the time, but, you know, you'll get an Instagram ad served to you and you're like, this is basically a product made for me. Like, how did they know that I needed, you know, pots and pans in electric yellow. And so I think, you know, <laughs> these, these companies that are popping up and they all have, you know, a cute name that, that, you know, it's, yes. it's misspelled, you know what I'm saying, but it's like, and I can't even think of any off the top of my head, but I can tell you that I've spent quite a bit of money being like, oh, I absolutely need, you know, this, this, you know, stand for my phone that I never thought of. So it's like, I think that that's where the internet is, is really kind of like, the algorithms and the product development behind it is, is, is they can be these remarkable ideas, but they don't have to necessarily be brands that last for forever, but they can fill a need today. And I think that those are, those are pieces that I'm really watching because they're actually coming up with some really cool stuff. That's a very interesting point because it also suggests companies themselves could experiment by launching brands that aren't their main brand, but they could say, how good would we be at filling this need or meeting this niche, or maybe if this works, we can then grow it into a brand more associated with ourselves. Um, that's a really interesting point. The other thing that I was going to ask you kind of related to all of this, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up in about two days from the moment we're talking here. Do you kind of dread the whole Super Bowl ad thing? Cause it just feels like way too, you know, 2005, or are you excited to see what people come up with or are there different ways that the whole sort of marketing world is playing the Super Bowl that we all don't even know about? I would just love your thoughts here. I mean, I think the Super Bowl is, 
I think the Super Bowl is really interesting because it's the beacon of attention, right? And, mm-hmm. and to me, those are the places where I always like to play. What's interesting is, is, is you know, that, that game in that moment has so many people tuning in. But if you look at things like TikTok and, and what's available there, we actually have audiences that are much larger, right. um, you know, inside of these on, on a single video that's just funny, right? So if you think about the dynamics of that, and, and it's to say, I still love the Super Bowl. I still want to see all of those ads because it's it's the big budget moment where a lot of dreams come true. So you're seeing mega celebrity, mega produced. So those are fun. But simultaneously, I put it up against something where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this video has a billion views and not even, you know, it's it's the audience and the shapes of those audiences are so different today than they ever have been. It's so fascinating. And my final question would be, you know, given the fast moving nature of what we're talking about, like, yes, you can have a half a million eyeball audience on TikTok, but, you know, can you talk about how this translates into real world business success? In other words, we know, like, it's not even a debate anymore. Like social media is the way that most people seem to be consuming, aware of product and all the rest of it. But maybe you could just help those who haven't quite or are a little bit tentative about making the leap into this, understand the power of having even the fleeting attention of half a billion people. Yeah, I think, you know, the first thing is, 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 you know, brands have become, you know, as they're, they've become networks, right? So they've become, you know, just on our single handle for Mac Cosmetics on Instagram, we can we can reach 24 million people. That's wow. meaningful, right? So it's like as you as you look at these, number one is, is is we have built attention around what we do, but we have a responsibility to you know make really fascinating things. And then there are dynamics inside of the internet, like you know there's a term TikTok made me buy it, and <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole genre of TikTok where it's actually people showing off products and then they they go and buy them. And you see things that dynamically sell out, um, you know, because of just that one piece. So when you have so many people tuning in to one single style of content, it can really, you know, be meaningful for for your business. And so I think, you know, those are those are the dynamics and things that we're we're looking at all the time. Is 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 you know what is the ecosystem. And how do people really want that information? Um, and what do they need to see to get them to, to make a decision? And I think sometimes it's fantastic and sometimes it's really utility and they just want to see, you know, how a foundation is going to work. And so right. that's that's what we're always looking for. I guess I actually have one more question I want to sneak in here, but <laughs> it's that there are going to be people listening who go, well, of course, Mac has 24 million Instagram followers. It's makeup, it's visual, right? It's something that, comes to life through pictures and videos. What about businesses and products that are more intangible? Well, I think we all have a story to tell. And so in, that's what's fantastic about the internet is this, and if Instagram is, is not your, your platform and you can't show it, um, then you would have you would have a platform like YouTube or TikTok to be able to tell the story of you know your brand. And so, um, yes, you know we're a very visual company, um, but very interestingly, we've gotten into the world of podcasts. So it's like we yeah, have a podcast because we want to give the you know it's it's John Dempsey who's the executive group president of Estee Lauder, 
who is the we call the Mac Daddy and and who really <laughs> built Mac. Um, and and I have a have a podcast where we talk to people about culture and then how that merges into beauty. No one can see anything, but they're going to be able to get a whole story of you know really what's behind beauty. So I think. All of these platforms, you know, whether it be podcasts, whether it be um, a social media platform, and now with the metaverse, like we have to think about all of these these spaces as opportunities to tell our story in a way that's going to be dynamic to the audience that's been built around those attention areas. It's fascinating. It's obvious you have given this so much thought, and I think a lot of these principles and takeaways will help others who are trying to capture some of the magic that you guys have created. Drew, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Again, my guest today has been Drew Elliott. Thanks for listening, everybody. And be sure to follow the Exchange podcast for more discussions like this and catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.